Well, you know what? Favorite things? Boy, oh boy, budget deliberations probably aren't one of them. Uh, it has been a lot over the past a number of days. Uh, Councillors continue to crunch the numbers trying to come up uh, with that final rate that is going to affect you. Trying to figure out how to balance commitments, projects, and promises. We know that um, councillors have been debating this four-year capital budget since Friday. They'll discuss the 2023-26 operating budget later this week. And according to city staff, taxes will need to go up even higher to pay for everything city council has approved so far in the capital budget. But they have said, heads up, and that those numbers will change as the capital and operating budgets are adjusted. Now, having said that, one of the decisions, $100 million for bike lanes over four years, has many, has many of you saying, come on, City Council, you're out of touch about what is needed right now. One of the City Councillors who voted against that move is Sarah Hamilton, who represents Ward C.P. Winnewalk, and she joins us this afternoon. Councillor Hamilton, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. Can you even give us, uh, you know, paint the picture of what the last week and a half has been like at City Hall? Uh, you know, you hear the term marathon, not a sprint. This has been an ultra marathon. I think the budget's been out since the beginning of October. We've been uh, debating it for the past week and a half, but uh, the last month and a half, we've been working on it. You've been working on it, and it seems, though, it's it seems, though, to, again, people who are watching from the outside, Councillor, that, um, you know, decisions or, you know, motions are being made, almost like seemingly throwing everything at the wall to see if something will stick, to try to figure out how to pay for those wants and those needs. Okay, let's take a look at, you know, Harlock Park, that motion to shave around $50 million off uh, that uh, rehabilitation. It was defeated. Lewis Estates. I mean, that ongoing project up there. I mean, it just seems, um, it doesn't, it doesn't seem organized. Is that normal? Um, you know, I think there's been, there, there was last year a really big uh, change on council. And so uh, one of the things I got asked about what, at that time was what did we lose? And I think one of the things that you lose when you have that, um, that big of a change is the institutional knowledge. So uh, something we've heard again and again, I think over the course of this budget, is that um, uh, some of my colleagues feel that the priorities of Edmontonians have shifted and that they want to see, um, people want to see more money put into some uh, types of projects and less money put into others. And I think that's why we're seeing uh, so uh, many, um, I'm going to say, decisions being revisited, including decisions like Lewis Farms and Nature's Wild Backyard at the zoo. Those were decisions that this council made a year ago, mm-hmm. um, and yet council's going back and, and revisiting many of those decisions and asking if they're still a priority for Edmontonians. How how do you juggle? I, I'm going to throw this one out at you, Councillor Hamilton. I mean, one of the decisions, and the one that we're hearing a lot about, and I'm sure that you're hearing a lot about it as well, is that $100 million for bike lanes over four years. I mean, anytime you mention bike lanes, uh, it seems there's there's a, a very vocal, um, what I would say majority of people who are saying, you know what, at this time, at this place in, where we are with, um, you know, the city finances, this isn't necessarily 
where we should be spending the money on it. And then you have other groups who are saying, you know what, um, latest surveys of, uh, of the public, of Edmontonians saying, what was it, 70% believe that climate change is a real issue and things need to be done and the city wants to work towards that. And how do you balance this this belief by many right now that okay you know 100 million dollars on bike lines is on bike lanes is asinine when we're trying to pick and choose all sorts of other things um, that people believe are the basics that need to get done um, so I, I think that's a really good question. Um, of course, uh, and I think a lot of your listeners would agree, climate change is a real, uh, a, a real concern and a pressing issue for us. Um, now, uh, that being said, one of the things that I've been challenged with in the bike lane conversation, um, uh, and, uh, and my colleague, Councillor Knack, said it really well, um, we spend billions on roadways, um, so comparably $100 million isn't a lot. However, whether you agree with it or not, um, uh, the conversation around bike lanes has become a conversation about have and have not. And I think that doesn't help us. You know, I think when we talk about multimodal transportation, um, when we talk about who, who benefits from having, say, widened multi-use paths and, and protected um, uh, protected roadways, I think that a lot of Edmontonians, even if they don't necessarily agree with the specific bike lane infrastructure, would understand they, they want to get around safely. But I think because it has become a bikes versus cars conversation, it makes it really hard to to have some of those, I think, really reasonable discussions. And, and unfortunately, once again, we're seeing that it's mm -hmm. becoming a bikes versus cars conversation. Why did you vote against it? Uh, that's a good question. So I voted against it. We had a long discussion about it. Um, I voted against it in part because there was another amendment on the table that um, asked us to sort of uh, fund some of it, but take a look at some of the policy around it. Um, how you can, how you could maybe. I'm going to say knit um, that multimodal infrastructure into the larger roadways uh, and transportation corridors conversation. Um, that uh, would would have come after this motion if it had failed. So I wanted the opportunity to vote on that, um, uh, but but never got the chance to. It did pass. So. I don't know if you've seen this, but um, um, a news release just came out from the Edmonton Chamber of Commerce, uh, the Commercial Real Estate Development Association, and BOMA Edmonton, along with the Urban Development Institute of Edmonton Metro, saying that um, that they're sounding the alarm on the municipal budget, saying that um, that they believe the, these groups that the municipal budget debate may be nearing a point of no return based on what is decided so far. Uh, the president of the Chamber of Commerce saying this budget does not contain a clear list of priorities for our city. The motions passed thus far scatter priorities and are not related to the core mandate of municipalities. Have you seen this? Do you have any comment? Um, that's It's uh, new to me, but I'm not surprised. We, uh, that was one of the key requests that came in through um, not just the, the budget public hearings, but through the election um, that there was... I'm going to say a hunger for focus, for leadership, and um, uh, and I think they're they're giving us their feedback on whether or not they're seeing um, that uh, focus and leadership. Do you believe there needs to be more focus and leadership? 
I, I've been talking about that for a long time. I do think that we need to better articulate what the vision, uh, council collectively needs to better articulate what the vision for our city is, um, not just the, the way we're going to get there. Councillor Hamilton, before I let you go, and I sure appreciate you making time for us this afternoon, this news today that the provincial government is setting up a task force to help what it hopes solve some of the social issues plaguing downtown Edmonton. We were talking about in the newscast, $63 million been set aside to help uh, increase uh, access to addiction services and supports, $19 million allocated to combat homelessness. Uh, the task force, including a number of people, including Indigenous leaders, the police chief, and you, a along with your um, city councillor uh, teammate, Tim Cartmel. Uh, tell us your thoughts on this and, and, and the importance of this task force. Um, I mean, I was honoured to be asked to, to sit at that table. Um, obviously, you know that uh, the issues around uh, addictions, mental health, drug poisonings in our city, housing, it's been something that City Council um, has deemed extremely high priority, if not an emergency in our city. Um, so to see um, uh, not just one ministry, but in four ministries taking it seriously and committing to action and committing to action in the next few months. Um, you know, I, uh, you know, it's, it's much needed. Um, and if you've, if you've been in our downtown, if you've been in our core, um, if you've heard some of the heartbreaking stories about mm -hmm. what's going on in our city, um, it, it says that they're taking that call to action seriously. All right, we'll be watching it closely. Um, Councillor mm -hmm. Hamilton, will, will the budget get done by Friday or is this going to extend into the new year? Uh, I hope it doesn't extend into the new year, but, you know, I want to be optimistic. I think we're going to get done by Friday. All right, Councillor Hamilton, thanks for joining me this afternoon. Look forward to chatting with you again. Thank you. Yeah, take care. Edmonton City Councillor Sarah Hamilton and boy, oh boy, yeah, talking about... You know, these budget deliberations at City Hall that has a lot of you talking. You're